Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast, episode 36. The True Adventure Podcast is the podcast where you already know that Mother Nature is crucial in becoming the best version of yourself. So we're going to take that to the next level. Here, we learn how to use Mother Nature's lessons to grow, excel, and become our truest self. So let us do just that. Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. Happy February. It's February 3rd. So crazy. January is already done and gone. So crazy. So I want to check in. How are your New Year's resolutions going? How are your goals going? And how are just you doing? I know the first podcast that we had of this year was all about goal setting and effective goal setting. So I wanted to check in. How are those doing? Maybe you needed to adjust, maybe you were progressing a lot faster than you thought you would, or maybe you need to adjust because you're not progressing as far as you wanted to at this point. That's okay. I wanted to let you know that wherever you are in your goals, that it is the perfect spot for you to be. So whatever that looks like for you, you are in the perfect place. It is only February 3rd. So we have so much time to do all the things that you want to do. So no worries, my friends. So I wanted today's episode, and it came to me as I was driving in the car, because one of my friends was talking about how um, how she wasn't sure how she can kind of get out into nature, and she was just so thankful that she had someone like me to help her get out into nature. And... As appreciative as I am and in showing her all of these new skills and new sports and new places, I also want to empower the people around me and empower you to go out and be able to go explore and find your own adventure on your own. So today's episode, how your mind is holding you back from exploring, I am so excited to get into the four ways that you know that your mind is holding you back from exploring. And then how to combat them, how to get around them, how to adjust and make sure that you are getting out and exploring as much as you want to. That way we don't follow people on Instagram and are like, oh, I wish I could do that, but I just enter something, some kind of excuse that we've convinced ourselves is true, right? So we're going to start with those kind of excuses or things that we believe to be true that are really limiting us to going out and exploring and having our own adventure. But before we jump into that, I wanted to thank everyone who showed up to this week's live mobility workshop. So I invited you last week. I appreciate all of those that signed up. We had 24 people sign up for the mobility workshop and it truly was so much fun to lead. There was so much good information about the basic education of mobility. And then we really got into actual actions in order to increase and improve your own mobility. So that way you can train harder, get longer hikes in, be able to get up out of a chair without feeling like a ugh. You know, the the like, oh, this is really hard on my hips, on my knees, on my ankles, whatever it is. And we improved all of that. And so the next thing is to actually dedicate day in and day out just a few minutes a day to that mobility practice. So I know those who signed up for the workshop, the 24, already know the special bonus that is inside there. But 
If you did not sign up for the mobility workshop, all good. Just send me a DM on Instagram. If you want it, I will happily send you the recording. And that bonus, let me tell you, friends, it is a good one. And it is good until February 15th. So if you listen to this podcast in the next two weeks and you send me a message on Instagram for the recording of the mobility workshop, you will have access to that bonus. Okay. So I'm not going to let you know what it is on here. You're going to have to get the mobility workshop in order to figure out the bonus. So my friends, that is what you want to do. So head over to my Instagram at PNWYogi underscore, like Pacific Northwest Yogi underscore. Send me a message. Tell me that you want the mobility workshop and I will happily email that on over to you. It's a recording, 90 minutes. We got so in-depth, so good. We got really into the muscles and the joints that we need to work in order to hike and backpack and ski and mountain bike and all the adventurous things that you like to do. We got into those muscles and joints. So head over to my Instagram, send me a DM and... I will see you in the mobility workshop. All right, let us dive into today's episode. So how your mind is holding you back from exploring. This is fun and kind of a slap in the face sometimes, you know, when it comes to what we believe about ourselves, sometimes they're incredibly limiting beliefs that we stand in our own way. So let today be the day that you decide to step out of your own way. So if you hear yourself saying any of these four very common thoughts, then take a moment, kind of question why you think that way, and then let's adjust, right? Let's change those thoughts into something that's going to serve us better. So the first one, how you know that you are or that your mind is holding you back from exploring is one, I'm not exploring because I have no one to go with. Or... I don't have any outdoorsy friends, I have no one to take me, any kind of version of you don't have someone to go with, that's a thought that you have convinced yourself is true. And although it may be circumstantial, it may be true and a fact that no one around you in your close friend group is super outdoorsy or, you know, a outdoorsy hiking guide or anything like that, but You're limiting yourself because, one, you're only looking at the people that are directly around you. There are ways around this. One, you can just go out and do these things by yourself. Let me tell you, when I first moved to Washington, I had zero friends, my friends. The only friends I had were my dog and my work buddies, which my work buddies at that time, none of them were super outdoorsy and they were like 10 to 15 years older than me and I was 24 at the time. So big difference in life stages, a 24-year-old versus a 35, 36, or 7-year-old, right? Very different stages in life. But that did not stop me. I grabbed my dog and whether you have a dog or not, again, you can do these things on your own. You can also join groups where you will find more of these types of people. So one of the biggest groups that I always recommend, especially to females, is a group on Facebook called Outdoorsy Gals. There is over 145,000 women 
within the United States and internationally that are in this Facebook group. So you start there and then in that Facebook group, there are regions. So I am also a part of the PNW, the Pacific Northwest Outdoorsy Gals, and they do meetups all the time. I also joined all kinds of different areas, clubs. I started going to yoga studios and that were a little bit more outdoorsy and active. Um, and I just started to place myself where the outdoorsy people hung out and then I found them. I also found two of my very best friends on Bumble when I started looking for outdoorsy women. So I only started swiping on women who had like pictures in the mountains and I now live with one of them. And the other one is one of my other really good friends and she lives just about 40 minutes away. So it really is placing yourself where you believe those outdoorsy people or whatever your activity is are going to be. So letting go of that excuse of you're not going because you have no one to go with. We're not believing that anymore. It's not fact. It's not true. You got this. Sometimes we just have to look outside our friend group. So that's the first one, how you know that your mind is holding you back is it's convinced you that you have no one to go with. The second thing that your mind has convinced you of potentially is every time you go to research a place, it seems like there's not enough information out there or some version of planning is really hard or finding a trail is really hard or I can't find those cool Instagram views. Every trail I go on is very ick right? Whatever it is, let me tell you, it just takes practice. When I first moved to Washington and I first started doing my own research, I didn't see all those crazy views. And in fact, I learned a lot from one of my very good friends who is incredible at trail detective hunting. I have two very good friends at that. They are able to look at pictures and like orient themselves to which mountain face this is and which peak is in the background and which wilderness. And so I have found other resources that if someone's really good at that, use them, like send them pictures and be like, hey, where do you think this is? This is on the north side, east side, west side. Like, okay, it doesn't look that far from this mountain, you know, those kinds of things. Obviously, it's a little bit easier in the state of Washington because we're able to use mountain peaks as a Um, gauge or landmark, but you can absolutely use geotags. You can look up on Instagram like hikes in your area. You can use trails like all trails or apps like all trails. And so ask people who have gone there a lot. Reach out to me. Even if I've never gone there, I bet I can point you in a direction that would help. Okay, so that's another thought that really helps limit you is believing that planning is a lot of work or every time you go to research a place, it seems like there's not enough information. Now, there are absolutely sites that you can use, like recreation.gov is wonderful for finding permits in your area. Now, it's also very confusing, but the more you use something, the easier it will get. So continue to use these permit systems, these websites, these you know, Instagram people that are going out and exploring these incredible places, like use those resources and just get yourself more familiar each time you use them, right? All right, so that's the second thing. So every time you go to research a place, seems like there's not enough information out there. The third thought that helps you 
know that if your mind is holding you back from exploring is you think you're going to be bad at it. Let me debunk that right now because first of all, everyone is bad at things when they start. Whether you start when you're five or you start when you're 50, everyone is bad at them when they start. When I first started hiking, I was little and I could only hike two miles at a time because I was little, right? And then there's 50-year-olds who believe that they're getting out into nature and they shouldn't get out into nature because they're too old. And let me tell you, that's not true. I had this last retreat on Joshua Tree. I had a woman who is 67 and she was out there hiking Joshua Tree with us. She was doing incredible and she loved every second of it, right? So I want to reach out to you and tell you, you are never too old, too young, too slow, too this, too that, like too inexperienced, too city to get out into nature. Everyone is learning something. So keep that in mind that you're not going to be bad at it. You're just new at it. There's no such thing as bad. You're just new. You're learning. So do your research reach out to your resources, figure out how you can learn the most from these resources, and then go out and just try it. Sometimes you'll fall on your face. Sometimes you'll realize you are out of your depth, and that's okay. As long as you're not in danger or endangering the environment or the animals or the people around you, if a trail is too long and it's hard, it's okay. You're going to make it back. I believe in you. It just may be in the dark. Maybe if a trail is too steep, maybe you have to turn around. That's perfectly okay. Maybe you get to a section that you're like, I didn't read about this and this looks like a rock scramble and I don't feel comfortable. That's okay. Turn around or wait for somebody, come back with somebody that you feel comfortable leading you through it. Use the resources around you. Reach out to those Facebook groups. Say like, hey, I really want to do this trail, but it has a rock scramble at the top and I've never done one. Does anyone who has some experience want to come join me and try this out with me? Or does someone else want to try this for the first time with me? You know, sometimes you just need a buddy, need a confidence boost, okay? Together, you can figure it out. I believe in you. So thinking that you're going to be bad at it, no such thing as bad in outdoorsy. You're just new. (laughs) All right, the last one, how your mind is holding you back from exploring is you think you can't afford it. Ugh, this one's good. So whether you think you can't afford it in time or you think you can't afford it in money, same thing goes for both of these. It is all about where you allocate your resources, allocate your time, allocate your money. So if you choose that exploring and adventuring is going to be a priority for you this year, I totally get you want to stick to a budget. One, Exploring doesn't have to be very expensive. Like you can find, if you want to fly somewhere, you can probably find round trip tickets for under a hundred bucks. You just may not be super picky about where you go, right? I can probably find something, a round trip ticket for under a hundred bucks to like Nebraska or something (laughs) from Washington, given I do live near a major airport. But still, you can head up probably 45 minutes away from where you are, and maybe you find a state park, right? State parks, super cheap. Even camping inside national parks, although you do have to reserve potentially years in advance, camping inside national parks are like less than 20 bucks a night. It's crazy, right? So 
it is not about time. It is not about money. It's you choosing what you want to spend your time and money on. So look at your PTO this year or look at whatever you use as leave, time off, time on the weekend, whether you're asking for PTO or not. How are you spending your weekends? Just ask yourself the priorities that I have. Is this what I want to spend my time doing? And the time that I have off from work are these things the ones that I want to be doing? And if it's not, then cancel those plans. I know that sounds super scary, but just be like, hey, Sally Sue, I know we had plans for this, but can we change it and do a Thursday night dinner instead? Because on Saturday, I really want to go hiking. So decide how you want to allocate your time, how you want to allocate your money. And whatever that looks like for you, it may be different. Because let me tell you, I think everybody spends their money on something different, right? I have friends who spend their money on, they love to go out to eat and experience different restaurants. They love to fly to Switzerland and spend money there on travel and experiences and going to like really fancy wine places, right? So I don't necessarily want to do that. I want to head up into the mountains and buy really expensive gear (laughs) sometimes. Sometimes even secondhand my gear is very expensive, but I would rather spend money on gas into the mountains than a fancy wine tasting. But there are people that want to spend money on fancy wine tasting that wouldn't want to go into the mountains. So whatever your version of exploring, because those people doing fancy wine tastings, they're exploring too right? They're gaining knowledge, they're gaining information, they are gaining experiences by learning about what they are passionate about, okay? So we don't hobby shame, we don't money shame, we don't time shame here. Just decide what your adventure or your exploring is and how you want to spend your time doing that, okay? So those are the four categories of thoughts that you'll know and how to get around them to know that your mind is holding you back from exploring. So let's go over them again. One, you're not going because you feel like you have no one to go with. Surround yourself with people who want to go out and do those things. Two, every time you go to research a place, it seems like there's not enough information out there. Or planning is just hard. So again, use your resources, find that Facebook group, reach out to people, learn from them. Three, You think you're going to be bad at it. There is no such thing as bad, my friends. You are just new. Everyone is new at it at some point. You just keep chugging, keep going out there. Again, use your resources and learn from each other. And number four, you can't afford it in either time or money. Here, you just figure out where your priorities are. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you. And I wanted to leave you with one last thing. I just had two more retreaters join us for the Zion Adventure and Yoga Retreat. I am so beyond excited for this. We went last year and I loved it so much. The retreaters loved it so much. We are going again this year. And this last Wednesday, so two days ago, we officially were awarded the permits to hike Angel's Landing. So I am so excited for this group to be able to experience the summit 
of Angel's Landing. So it's four and a half miles, 2,200 feet of elevation gain. So it is a steep one. It is a doozy. We will be training for this, my friends, and you are not going to want to miss this. This is a hike that is unreal. It is one of my favorites. You see the entire canyon of Zion National Park. And what's so wonderful about permits is there are so many less people up there than there were two years ago because they regulate it now. And we get to be one of 24 groups that get to go up. So I am so excited for you to join us. So head down to the show notes, click schedule a consult call, and you can also click the Zion uh, Adventure and Yoga Retreat link and check out what else we're doing on that retreat because there's a cooking class by Chef Joe. You are not going to want to miss that either. And Zion is one of our longest retreats. Six days, my friends. Six days. So a whole extra day than a lot of the other retreats. We will be exploring the National Park, exploring the town of Springdale, and hiking more than your heart can handle. You'll be bursting with excitement with all the colors, all the rocks, all the incredibleness of Zion National Park. I cannot wait for you to join us. So head down to the show notes, click schedule my consult call, and let's get you on Zion's adventure and yoga retreat. I cannot wait for you to join us. Okay, that's what I have for you today, my friends. Happy adventuring.